You are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by Stephen Halmerick, our Chief Economist. Stephen, nice to have you on again. Thanks, Belinda. Very good to be back with you again. Consumer spending is definitely a hot topic uh, at the moment. We do catch up monthly on the ComBank Household Spending Insights Report and we are just releasing our next edition for October. Before we do get into the details about uh, how consumers spent their dollars in October, we just have made some revisions to the series and what we include, what we don't include this month. Would you like to run us through those changes? Yeah, sure. So this particularly relates to what we call the household services Mm. uh, component of spending. So when we looked closely uh, at that in uh, the household services sector, uh, it was quite weak. Yes, it was showing a significant amount of weakness. It was actually the weakest of all the spending categories uh, up to September. And when we had a look at that, we, we realised that there's some spending uh, or some items in that category that really could be defined as investment rather than spending. Uh, so things like trading platforms, real estate agent fees, superannuation providers, debt collectors, fund managers, financial brokers. Um, and we took the view that that's really not household spending, that's more investment. So we've taken all those um, areas out of the household spending, uh, household services category. Now, what that's done is um, uh, meant that the household services sector is now stronger than we previously had expected and lifted the level of the, the, of the overall HSI index. Uh, but importantly, uh, that the pattern, the annual percent change is higher than it was previously, mm. but the pattern is very much the same in, in, in effect a significant slowdown in the annual rate of growth over the the last year or so since the rate hikes began. We've also uh, added in buy now, pay later uh, spending into the HSI. So I think that's a really important uh, addition, uh, broadening the total amount of spending that we're capturing in the HSI. And then finally, we've um, just rearranged some categories. We've taken some spending items out of some categories and moved them into others hasn't changed the, uh, the entire HSI, but just more accurately characterised some uh, different parts of spending. And I would just note, if our listeners do want uh, some more clarity on those changes, it is all included in the full report, uh, which can be found on combankresearch.com.au. And just another note, that household services component now, that category, is now including things like childcare, uh, renovation work around the home, uh, beauty and barbershops, charitable services, removalists. So everything you would kind of in your head think of as household services uh, is in that category. Now, Stephen, back to the results in October. And it's safe to say that the three months leading up to October did show some better signs for the consumer. Uh, we had noted uh, in the podcast before that if you looked at the kind of the the Average monthly change for the third quarter, it was much stronger than the second quarter. Well, that all did come to an end in October, didn't it? That's right. So the October Household Spending Insights Index is down 1% in the month, so quite a significant fall. Uh, And as you said, that came after some signs of resilience Mm. really through July, August, September. 
So sep- the September increase has been revised to 0.3%. So a 1% fall in October is, is quite a slowdown. Uh, the annual rate of growth year to October has dropped to 2% from a revised 3.6% in September. So again, on an annual basis, uh, quite a significant sign of weakness. It's worth noting that seven of the 12 spending categories were weaker uh, through October, so falls on the month, uh, led by a 4.7% decline in spending on recreation and a 4.5% decline in hospitality. Food and beverage down 1.3%, communications and digital down 0.7%, same with household goods down 0.7%, and even motor vehicles down 0.3%. And the areas of strength continue to be areas of spending where people may not really enjoy spending more money on. Yes, good way to put it. Utilities was up 2.2% on the month, uh, transport up another 2%, education up one3 and insurance up 08 and health up 06 So definitely seeing signs of uh, some weakness in household spending across those areas that we more enjoy spending mm. money on, recreation, hospitality, food and bev, uh, but continued increases in spending where you know really prices are paying a big part of that increase. It's probably just worth highlighting for those categories like hosp- hospitality and recreation, they did come off quite big gains uh, in September. So, for example, hospitality, as you said, fell 4.5% in October. It rose by 3.2% on the month in September. So we did note at the time it was probably related to the final series of the big uh, footy codes, given a lot of that spending uh, was eating out uh, and drinking out as well. Uh, recreation uh, did fall by 4.7% in October, but was also weak uh, in September, but it was after strong gains in July and August with that Women's FIFA World Cup event uh, going on. So definite signs of that pullback in discretionary spending, given we're obviously now 18 months into the rate hike cycle from the Reserve Bank. And that's probably a good segue into our latest sinking of the Reserve Bank. We're now uh, a bit less than one week after that November rate hike uh, from the Reserve Bank uh, where they did uh, end a four-month pause. Uh, We can now characterise it given uh, they did start lifting rates again uh, in November. The cash rate now sits at 4.35%. What's the latest thinking uh, on the Reserve Bank after that rate hike last week? Yes, as you say, the rate hike in November, cash rate to 4.35%. And, mm. of course, uh, Gareth Ayer published our note on that, uh, available on the, on the research website. Um, so if we look at the, um, the reason behind that rate hike in November, uh, the, the new governor, Michelle Bullock, really uh, focused on inflation and the inflation outlook. And, and as we know, the September quarter CPI data was a bit higher than expected, and um, that that would have changed the Reserve Bank's forecast profile for inflation. Which we do know now after the Friday uh, release of their statement on monetary policy. They did revise up uh, both the end of 2023 and end of 2024 inflation forecast. So definitely inflation top of mind. Yeah, so they they very much focused on inflation mm. returning to the 2 to 3% target in a reasonable time frame, which on their forecast is the end of 2025. Yep. Um, but we... Uh, Our base case view is that rate hike in November is the last one in this cycle. We have said there's some risk of another rate hike 
most likely in the February 2024 meeting rather than the final meeting of this year, which is in the first Tuesday of December. Uh, by February 2024, Reserve Bank would have received the next inflation mm. report, the quarterly inflation report, end of January, and have a really good understanding, of course, of consumer spending over the summer holiday period. Uh, but um, this weakness that we've seen in the HSI in October, uh, I think, does lend support to our view that the Reserve Bank rate hike cycle you know, can can finish at that 4.35%, and that uh, late in 2024, we think probably in September, their mind will be turning towards lowering interest rates. Uh, so the HSI will be, I think, a really great guide of how consumer spending is tracking, uh, given the effect of the the rate hikes and particularly the extra one in November. Yes. Uh, but this weakness in October, uh, as you mentioned, we had some one-off events through July and August and September, FIFA World Cup, movies, grand finals. Uh, in October, without any of those big events, spending's definitely mm. weakened. And I think the Reserve Bank can take some comfort then that their monetary policy tightening cycle is having the desired effect, working its way through uh, the economy. And that means that... Um, the November rate hike can be the last one. And we do know consumer spending can be a bit choppy uh, over the, the summer period, particularly leading into Christmas. Uh, we have noted in our report today that we do expect the ABS retail trade figure, which does come out later in November, we do expect a fall of 0.6% for the month and that comes after a 0.9% lift in September. But there are changing seasonal patterns in the lead up to Christmas, so we are expecting some volatile numbers. Yes, that's right. What we... What we've seen or uh, observed in recent years is November can be quite strong yes. for retail spending, uh, really around the, uh, the big Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales. So people bringing forward their Christmas shopping uh, to November uh, to take advantage of the big sales and then December is quite weak. Uh, so we'll get the November numbers, um, obviously in a month's time, we'll be publishing those. And so the, the HSI will be a really great you know, early indicator of how much of Christmas shopping has been moved forward into November to take advantage of those big sales and then you would expect a, a weaker December number. So, yeah, we, we should expect a fair bit of volatility in the, um, in the ABS retail sales numbers through October, November, December and the HSI will pick that up quite early. You can read our latest report on the Combank Household Spending Insights series on combankresearch.com.au and that was published on the 13th of November 2023. Stephen, as always, thanks so much for running through uh, the view. My pleasure. Thanks, Belinda. Now, in terms of the Household Spending Insights series, any reference to the term CBA data means the proprietary data of the bank. The data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Insights series is a combination of CBA data and publicly available ABS, CoreLogic and RBA data. As analysis is based on CBA customer transactions, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy. Mm-hmm.